Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens in between. You guys did then go out for seeing Christmas lights, which was great because we had just put up our own Christmas lights. Yes. Which, admittedly, some of them were still up from last year. Yes, the ones that go around the house. The ones that go way up on the second story of the house. I didn't climb up there and take them back down in January. I just left them because half of our neighborhood leaves the... You can't see them. No, you can't. Until you plug them in. The little tiny string of little tiny dome lights on a string that the wire fades into the color of the house, and it's not a thing. No. Those parts were still set up, and we had checked them the other day. But then we we got the thing we talked about last time. We were talking about this has been such the bizarro year that we need the bizarro Christmas ornaments, and we did. And we got a hippopotamus, and a llama, and a T-Rex. And we already had penguins. And we already had penguins. And And a polar bear. And a polar bear. We did have a polar bear. And I ordered online some flamingos. And I ordered the hippopotamus and the llama and the T-Rex also from another big box store that's down in the city. And they happened to have them in stock in that store. And so I get an email at like five o'clock on Thanksgiving day. And I'm like, go get them, go get them. And I'm thinking... At five o'clock on Thanksgiving Day, we are still eating our dinner and I'm getting a text message saying, your order is ready for pickup. And so I look up the store and they say, we open at 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. And I'm like, you're telling me my order is ready and you're not even open, but okay. And you were so excited. Yeah. That I just went ahead and as soon as they were open, I it, went and It was got good them. for you to get out of the house because you, you, you brought me a present. I did. Your birthday is coming too. Yes. And so I went and I got you a birthday present because... I thought you were taking a long time, but you always take a long time when you go to the store. So I just thought, oh, well, the, you said it wouldn't be too bad because you just had to go to guest services. And, and Well, the line at guest services was long. Well, that's like me trying to get the kids' birthday cake this morning. The line at the grocery store bakery was empty because there was nobody back there. I had to search the store to find somebody to go back in the bakery and find the cake. To get the girl's birthday cake, which we had tried to order before Thanksgiving, The boy and I had tried to order it, and the girl had shown me what she wanted, like in their ordering book, and said, I want this color frosting with this design and, you know, this color trim teal and white and pink. Yes. And the guy behind the counter hardly spoke any English. Which is fine if you speak his language or he can give you a form. You know, if he's working in the back and he can get his job done, I have no problem with that. But these women who were working out front were totally swamped. And I said, I need to order a cake. And instead of putting the minimal English guy on the part of the bakery where someone can point and he can like slice the cheese or slice the meat because someone pointed out what they want, they give me the guy to fill out the form. You, you know what? Here's why. Because when I went this morning, there's nobody at the bakery. I'm looking, looking. So I, the deli's right next to it. So I say, I need to pick up a cake. And she says, you have to go to the bakery. And I'm looking at her like, it's right like two feet from you. But she can't go over there because she's in the deli. Yes. That's why he had to do the cake. And that's why I couldn't find a cake person. So I got some ham while I was waiting to find a cake person. And because I'm sure that- the boy keeps eating ham and I'm not buying another $10 sandwich. And I'm sure that this guy is perfectly good at his job, but I needed to say, this is the design I want, except different color frosting and different color stripes. And you don't know what the numbers are. And I don't know what all these numbers are. And I don't know, you know, how to write this onto the form that just says whip frosting or buttercream frosting, what color and what message. 
And there's all these other things that I want, and I'm just pointing them out in the book. And usually you point the things out in the book, and they write it down for you. So now we have the tedious ongoing holiday and birthday extravaganza. And I'm asking the guy, I say, I want this and this. And he says, uh, you write it. I fill out my information on the top of the form, and I give it back to him. And I say, again, can I have this one and this one? And he says, I, I don't know. You write it. You just want to order a cake. I just want to order a freaking cake. <laughs> You managed it because you I did, and them. I went back. I actually went back on Friday morning. We were supposed to get the cake Saturday, and I went back on Friday, and I said, I hope you haven't made this yet because here's the problem, and I'm not sure that I wrote this out because I had to write my own order form, and I'm not sure I wrote it out the way that it's supposed to be. And the girl says, no, you didn't, but here, I'll fix it. Yay. And so we did get the cake that she wanted. And we got Christmas lawn decorations on Thanksgiving. Yes, so Friday morning, while you were fixing the cake order, I could start putting the zoo together. Thursday night, we put your birthday present together. Yes, because I I came out, you said, "Uh, I need to take the things out of the car. And I said, can I stay in the car? And you looked at me like, I don't know. One of them is really heavy and I need help carrying it in, was what I said. Yeah, so I came out to the garage and I could see in the car... It was a really big box. Yeah, there was. And I said, hey, that's not a hippopotamus. (laughs) (laughs) That's a television. That is a television, because you've been having a hard time seeing the television we have. I'm an old guy. You are. Yeah. (laughs) you're, You're wise and experienced, and I appreciate that you don't have a lot of the same problems that young guys have. Stupid and stupid. Yeah, well, that's good to know. Grumpy sometimes goes with old too, but you know. But we work we it out. We share that. So yes, we I share I'm, that problem. I'm, I'm a grumpy old guy sometimes too. You so. are. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. And- so, so it's funny because there's a really big TV which you got on massive sale, like it's al- almost cheaper than the last TV well, we got, which is small. That's what happens when you actually buy things on Thanksgiving. I didn't know. Which I wasn't expecting to do. I'm kind of like morally opposed to making people work on the holiday. But when they email me and say the thing is there and you're like totally irritated and totally done with everything, and I know that Christmas lights make you happy. No, no. That was Thursday. You were irritated. You needed to get out of the house and I was trying to send you. Yes, you were not irritated at that point, but you were still very overdone. I was really excited about the hippopotamus being ready at the store. And that was the one of the only things giving you joy at that moment, so I was going to go get it. <laughs> yeah, I was really glad. And then I got you a TV also. And yes. So that also made you glad. But it's funny because we have this TV that's like 15 inches larger than our last TV mm-hmm. sitting in the living room. And nobody's noticed. Nobody has said a thing. Not one of our three kids has mentioned it. No. I put the box in the garage. It's not like it's hidden, but it's upside down. So, you know, there's no TV in it. And none of the kids had said, hey, that's a TV box or anything. So we haven't told them. And the other TV we put sitting in our room because we wanted to make sure it didn't get broken while we decided what where to it was, do with it or where, where to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where it belongs. Yeah. Yeah, so I have this cool big TV, and and we put it together right away because we had rented a movie, and I was standing there looking at the box, and it was evening, so you're waking up. Yes, I'm a night owl. So you said, hey, I can see that you probably want to put that together now, don't you? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we did, and it actually wasn't that hard, and then we watched our movie, and we were still in bed by like... 11. 11, I think, yeah. Yeah, it was fun to watch a movie on the big screen. It was. We have a little glitch... 
which you may have figured out, but I think I did because it suddenly we have the external goes, sound bar. Yes, and it was wanting to put every time it turned the sound bar on automatically from the TV, it would set it at maximum volume and boom through the whole house, which made number two child run out of his room the first time and say, "Whoa, what was that?" <laughs> like, you know, did a fighter jet land on our roof? <laughs> And can I see it? <laughs> and I said, no, the TV is malfunctioning. And he said, oh, and went back in his room. That's not as fun. And then it did it again last night, really late. It and did. I thought, after we were watching. You and I were probably both quaking, like, uh-oh, and we, I didn't wake up a, a child, did it? And, like, there were three little girls who had just, like, stopped their chitter-chattering. Yes. Didn't wake them up. It did they not. wake themselves up. They do wake themselves up. And start talking again anyway. They do. As soon as it's quiet. Mm-hmm. But it was funny because then, you know, we're watching this on the big TV and the two smaller children would not really have had cause to notice the bigger TV. They haven't watched anything on it. I was going to offer number three with her girlfriends a chance to watch a science girls TV show on Netflix and they didn't get their things done in time to watch it on the big TV. But then you and I were watching Tig Notaro's stand up Yes, because we needed some comedy. After this weekend, because, we did. Because it was now Saturday, and I had been irritating with my irritation. <laughs> I was going to see if you were going to correct that. That's great. It was both, and I knew it. I'm sorry. I was trying. I was trying not to let you know that you were being irritating. Oh, because I, I knew. I know how that feels when you're, mm. like, just past it, and you know that you're bothering the people around you, but at that point, there's only so much string with which to reel yourself back in broken string all gone it's yeah tangled uh. through the railway stomped on it probably <laughs> i know that feeling and so i was trying to just give you a, a wide berth and let you deal with yourself we, we sat down and watched comedy and, and number one child came and sat with us for a while yeah he came down and did his chores, and you said he, he was late because something. And I said, no, no, he's not late. And I realized that was because you were preemptive about my ongoing irritation with him not doing the things he was supposed to. Yes. But he was at that point. And he was. And I often expect that to happen when he spent overnights at his dad's house. And you were ready to go guns blazing when he got home. Like, I know he's not going to do anything, and he better do all the stuff. And I'm like, good luck with that. Mm. He, he did shape up after a couple of days. Yeah. Kind of. I don't know. I was on the, I don't, I'm not going to pay attention today. So he comes down and he starts watching this with us and... Yeah, he heard us and we were laughing a lot. So he stopped and sat down to watch until... Until Tig Notaro starts to take her shirt off to show her mastectomy scars. Yes. And the audience is cheering her on and she works an audience. She knew how to get them to cheer for her to take her shirt off. Yes. But nobody cared at that point. We're like, yes, okay, we're, we're going on this trip with you. The teenager cared. He jumped up and ran away. He did. As soon as he sees her starting to remove her jacket. And he realizes, oh, wait, she is really taking her shirt all the way off. And she hangs her jacket up on the microphone stand, and she keeps talking, and she goes for one button, and he stands up. <laughs> and he and, and Tig goes for the next button, and he walks right into the kitchen and finishes putting away the dishes from the drainer and goes the other way around to the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. I know. He, and I'm thinking, and there he, are no boobs there, really. There's nothing to see. But he, he couldn't... I think he noticed that, but I'm not sure because I wasn't watching him. You could see what he was doing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I was busy laughing at funny things. Yes. Which was important. That was what we needed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then when he ran away, I thought, oh, yeah, I guess he wouldn't want that. So there, no. he, there he goes. Mm-hmm. I felt kind of bad for him because, you know. I didn't. Because that's just part of teenagering, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is learning yeah. how to deal with your own feelings about other people's bodies. Yeah, and... and there's, but there's also that part because of the autism where he's he sees we're laughing, so he's coming to to enjoy whatever we might be laughing at and hoping he can laugh too. But it's it's socially awkward for him anyway because I'm not sure if he understands. Like mm-hmm. you stopped and explained to him why she was joking about cancer because we knew the backstory and he didn't, and you didn't want him to misinterpret she what says, was going on. She says, you know, you guys are the first people I've told that I have cancer, and this is like. The way that she really hit famous was this set that she did about her cancer. Yes. Was like her real big breakout, you know, getting noticed moment. And it's spectacular. And it's amazing. Yeah. But the fact that she jokes, you guys are the first people I've told. I, I, I'm i a cancer survivor. Right. And, and everybody's laughing. And he's like, why are they laughing about her cancer? He's not saying, but you can tell yeah. that he's, and he's so trying to figure this out. And so I paused for a second and I explained it to him. Yeah. And, you know. And, and then there's, I mean, the jokes in general. I mean, there's often at our house where he says, are you laughing at me or is this sarcasm or... Yeah. Like, please explain. And, and he's gotten a better handle on that after we have explained it to him a number of times, but he still does sometimes ask, are you laughing at me? Are you laughing at something else? What What's what's funny? Because he often, especially when he was younger, would be the butt of jokes and didn't realize it. Yeah, unfortunately, that happens. That does happen with autistic kids. Yeah. And I feel bad about it. But no, that's why we would always explain, no, we aren't laughing at you. We're laughing at the thing that fell on the floor behind you that the dog knocked over. It's in your direction and we're not laughing at you or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Or something that might be more subtle in its we, humor that he really needs a full explanation of why we're laughing and he happened to walk in the room when we're laughing. Right, right. So I didn't know if he was really understanding the humor or not. She's really deadpan. And so he often, like, he's learned to grasp affective cues in some well, sense. To an extent, and at the same time, I don't think the deadpan part would bother him as much, but it would be a curious question. As, m- as much as the following the words and understanding why those words might be funny in this situation. Right. There's the combination of that, and then also the fact that oftentimes he's cued to the fact that there's a joke by someone else giving the, eh? kind of face. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you can laugh now. Right. Ah. Yeah, he understands that. Yes. All of his teachers at his last IEP meeting said he has a very sharp wit and a great sense of humor, and he knows how to crack a joke. He does. He does. Yeah. He's a very funny guy. Yeah. But receiving humor is still a struggle for him on a regular basis. Yes. And so it was kind of interesting to observe him until Tig starts taking her shirt off. Yeah, and then he ran away. He ran away, but that was okay, too. Because then he went back to his room and did his own thing for a while, which is what he does. So then what happened is when we went to bed, I dreamed I was hanging out with lesbians all night and they were drunk and playing golf and on vacations. And and I'd wake up in between two girls chattering and waking us up in the room next door. And my poor wife was having stress dreams because I had been irritable. (laughs) It wasn't just that. It was, you know, it's a stressful time and there's a lot of things going on. And, and it was also stressful that girls were waking us up. It was. Because the first time they did it, 
was only an hour or two after we went to bed, and, and I poked at you because I knew that they would respond to you differently, and I wanted you to be the first one to deal with them because you had been dealing with them all evening, and yeah. you know, just reasons. There were yeah reasons. No, it, it makes sense, and, and so I did, and I went. I and didn't want to be the dad out there in his pajamas yelling at children. No, it would have been irritable all day. So yeah. I, I went out there and I threatened them the same way I threatened the other kids the last time. If we hear you again, I will separate you each into different rooms and none of them will have a bed. And you will be sleeping on the floor and it will be cold and uncomfortable and you will not have each other to talk to. And I heard you. And I thought, oh yeah, that's what she does. And, and then I, when I heard them two hours later, I thought, if she gets up and separates them, then we're going to hear them pissing and moaning about that in separate rooms. So I'm just going to ignore them and they will shut up soon. And then they'll wake me up again in two hours. <laughs> Which and that's what, what they, they did. did. They would talk for five to ten minutes, and then they would all nod off again. And then they would talk for five to ten minutes, and then they would all nod off again. Something like that. Yeah, that was... And then I, I woke up early. You did. And I went downstairs. And you heard... And the reason I woke up early is there was a boy. I heard him up, and I heard dogs, and I wanted to let dogs out, because that's what needs to happen right away, especially with the extra dogs. Mm-hmm. And I, we had promised him an iPad. We did. For a few reasons, one being that then he would go in his room with it and play the movie he didn't get to see last night while they were watching something, and that would keep him quiet and keep him from waking them up. Yes. So I got to sit downstairs and have coffee and relax, and I hear the girls around 7.30, and you told them, do not leave the room before 8. I told them, do not leave their room before 8, yes, except in cases of, you know, bathrooms or emergencies. And then they started coming out of there, and I hear number three child saying to them, we have 15 minutes. We have to wait 15 minutes. It's not time yet. We have to wait. She knows there are rules, and they are enforced. (laughs) And they're ignoring her. So I wait like one minute of her telling them. And then like 30 seconds of quiet. And then I say in my dad voice from downstairs, you do have 15 minutes and you will go back in the room now. And they scampered. They did. And I was like, yay. You win. I win. And then I Mm -hmm. had 15 more minutes of quiet. And when they came downstairs, I ran away. You did. Yes. You did. And then I made them pancakes, which they didn't even eat. They ate bagels. And I ate, ate the pancakes. pancakes. I liked them. They were good. Are they all gone? There's one left in the fridge. It's in a drawer and it's sitting kind of sideways against the wall of the drawer. So That's it's what I, I like to do that with yeah. my pizza too. Yeah. So there was one little boy at our party. Oh, yeah. That... Our child's teacher, number three's teacher in the gifted classes, has said that, you know, there was a little bit of third grade, not drama, but giggly, teehee kind of stuff about he likes her and she likes him. And and he was hanging out with the girls. He was hanging out with the Cause, girls. Because I, I asked her, I was sitting there and I said to her, uh, one of the times I was actually in the room of 15 screaming children. Mm-hmm. And not hiding in the garage. Um, Because we did have more RSVPs after Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving, we had had like eight or nine, and then a bunch of parents got tired of their kids and said, can they still come to your party? Yeah, we knew that would happen. So I say, hey, if you want a picture of you and your friends before they leave, let me know. And she was being, I think, a little overdone now that I think about it. Yeah. She was getting a little moody. And she was, like, dismissive about it. But her friend, her two girlfriends sitting next to her did, and he was sitting on the end. And so they all smiled, and she moped, and that's the picture. And they yes. thought, they, they, they enjoyed the picture. Ha, ha, ha. Look at they her. They did. They did. And this little boy at number three's parent-teacher conference, like, two months ago, mm-hmm. 
the teacher had said, I, I even asked number three child, these other kids are saying that you have a boyfriend. Do you, do you want to talk about that? Because, you know, these are things that can potentially cause problems in third grade. And so it's good for teachers who interact with these kids six, seven hours a day to just sort of keep an ear on situations. Right. And so the teacher asked number three child, kids are saying you have a boyfriend. Do you, do you want to talk about that? Do, do I know who it is? Can you tell me who it is? And, you know, it's this little boy in the classroom and he, 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 and he's a sweet little kid, wears glasses and is a little bit awkward and, you know, sweetest kid ever. Mm-hmm. And the teacher says, you know, if, if anybody deserves a girlfriend, it's this little boy. <laughs> yeah. And he's okay. And he's, we, he's we don't a have good to worry kid. about we him. don't have to yeah you know we don't have to worry about this kid and she said if if she's gonna have a boyfriend air, this is the quotes, one to have this is the one she should have and this kid shows up at the birthday party and is mostly hanging out with the girls and a week or so ago I did the thing that I do fairly regularly where I snag the kids phones mm-hmm and I skim through them for anything potentially dangerous or illegal. And the rest of it, I really don't care about. And I give them the phones back. Right. And so I skim through her phone, you know, thinking she's in third grade. I don't expect to see anything dangerous or illegal, but you know, I'm just going to skim because it's a good habit to be in already because her classmates might be doing something stupid. And here's these messages from this little boy that she's texting in third grade because third graders text each other when they're out of classes. And he mentioned something about a boy that he likes. And I said to you, that would be your daughter. That would be my daughter. Because that's how everybody does it in your family. (laughs) That is how everybody does it in my family. Your boyfriend has a girlfriend, has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend has a boyfriend (laughs) that probably has a boyfriend. And And the only reason I don't already have another girlfriend is because of all this other nonsense. (laughs) Yeah. We are so fucking busy. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. And so, yes, that is my daughter. Yeah. She has a boyfriend boyfriend who also likes boys and has a crush on some male celebrity singer. Okay, then. And so this is the boy that was hanging out with all the girls, and it was adorable. I liked him. Yeah, he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. Like, like the teacher had said, mm-hmm. if, if there was anybody who would be an okay kid, this is the okay kid. So, so here's the unusual thing. I'm actually getting cold because we had to turn the heater off. We did have to and turn the heater off. And that doesn't usually happen to me. Yes. But we have been talking for a really long time. This is making two episodes out of this and possibly three if I cut out some extra content. Oh, you might have to cut some things out. Yeah. I don't know. We will see. That's what you do. It you is figure what I that do. out. And but so, yes, there will be a couple of longer episodes out of this and it is getting cold. So I think we're done now, though. But I think... But in any case, I think we're done now. So is that it? That's it. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening!
I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens in between. You have a sparkly on your cheek. Well, there's been little girls everywhere and they probably left glitter. It's the other side. There you go. Before I say the next thing, did we miss anything? Um, number two is terrible day because there was no rodents, but oh. I think that's kind of a eh. We could mention that we missed that. Uh, I think we can tuck it into the next time we talk about things. We'll okay. just circle it and save it for the next episode because right okay, now we have so. two episodes worth of content at least. I'm still voting for the long, tedious holiday birthday extravaganza, but you know. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what now? You know, when, when, you're, when you're describing things. Ah. Uh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>